brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, completely free. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. And we're here. We made it, guys. We made it just in time. Oh, man, I was not prepared. But anyway, we're here. It's the Big Dumb Inquiries, episode number 16. Let me get my co-host up in this bitch, uh, Shane, from Inquiries of Our Reality. What's up, brother? How's it going, man? Another exciting edition of Big Dumb Inquiries. Yeah, man, it's going all right. It's a Monday. You know how it goes. Um, we have a great guest tonight. Uh, when did we... Because <laughs> you reminded me yesterday that we had a show today. So when did we schedule this? <laughs> uh, I think before you left for the wedding stuff. So probably like a good month and a half ago. Honestly. Okay. Okay. Thank you for keeping a, a organized calendar. I am terrible. Uh, hey, but that's what I'm here for, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You are my rock. Um, let me bring our, our guest in tonight. Uh, she has a podcast called Speed Bumps and her, uh, she goes by One Thumb L. We call her L. Um, L, how's it going? I'm great. How are you guys? Good, good. Thanks for being here tonight. Uh, tell us a little bit about what's been going on in your day so people can get some context. <laughs> okay, so for the visual listeners, I didn't have a stroke. I didn't get the Jabberwocky. Uh, I'm half numbed with Novocaine, and they did not pull the tooth. Um, so right now I'm just numbed up with Novocaine unnecessarily and look ridiculous, so it's fine. <laughs> Well, that is that is fine by us. Uh, yeah, you got a little, uh, it, you know, a little Bell's palsy type yep, type yep. vibe going on. But I'm glad. <laughs> uh, so wait, so they, they didn't even pull the tooth. They just numbed you up, and they're like, "Oh, we can't do this right now." Yeah. So they got like five Novocaine shots in, and oh. I'm not great with the dentist. Ooh. And so I was like, "I'm gonna cry, but I won't move, so it'll be fine." And he, I had headphones on. He taps me on the shoulder. He's like, "I can't do this." He's like, "Something about." my jawbone being too thick. I don't know. He's like, you just have to go see an oral surgeon. I was like, what's the oral surgeon going to do that you can't do? He's like, uh, they're just, they're not going to take as long as me and they'll be faster at it. And I'm like, what? okay. <laughs> like, it might I, don't, be time. I just think you don't want to pull the tooth because I'm crying, but okay. It might be time. a nice way of saying I'm uncertified. Yeah. It might be time for a new <laughs> dentist. I mean, I've had some shit shows. I got a root canal in New Jersey one time. Um, and I had to get it re-root canal twice after that 
because they just they fucked it up. So uh, dental work is no fun. Uh, I do like getting numbed up, though. It is pretty fun. And I especially like the, the laughing gas. That, yeah, that, I was going to say the happy gas. That's that's the fun no, part, not the Novocaine. You have to <laughs> no, pay no, more. so I won't do the laughing gas. I'm, I, I can't do it. Really? They gave it to me when I was a kid, when they pulled yeah, some of my here. baby teeth. I was like, woo. Oh. <laughs> so all my baby teeth grew without enamel. So all my baby teeth had to be capped. So they gave me laughing gas like every time I went to the dentist because I always had to have dental work done. So between that plus all the surgeries, I'm like, I don't want to be sedated. I don't want laughing gas. I'm like, I just I don't trust people. So Yeah. Yeah. Dental work is no fun. And then, you know, for certain things, it's like the dentist will tell you, oh, you have to go see a specialist. And it's like, aren't you a specialist, right? You specialize right? in teeth, right? but they're like, no, you need to go to a, a root canal specialist. And I'm like, unqualified. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, man. Uh, but how's everybody's week going? It, it is Monday. I know it's the start of the week, but did everyone have a good, a decent weekend? Um, and you know, good week looking ahead. Yeah. What about you guys? Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. It was, uh, what did I do this weekend? Oh, we got this new board game called Pooh Pocalypse. It's like a little card game. <laughs> oh, it's fun, man. It's really fun. You, it, it's like all these little cards that are like little poo characters. And you have to build like a poo pyramid. And if you win, you become the poo king. It's it, it's pretty fun. It's like, you know, for it's like eight to, you know, 20 year old. You know, the it, it's for it's for kids. eight to ninety nine. Yeah, eight, There you go. Eight to 100. Fuck off. It's eight to one hundred and eight, <laughs> something like that. But it's fun. We played that and chilled out um probably gonna watch uh, the final episode of better call saul this evening so uh but there yeah work's just been it's it's like there's stuff to do but like i don't have to do it so i've just been kind of you know i actually work today but now i don't have anything else to do all week so uh, say enjoy the laid back time before school starts otherwise oh, you know you're gonna I'm, be swamped again i'm dread they're like a sorority did their like i don't know what it is like their opening ceremony thing in the building today and they were, like, blocking the bathroom. So I'm all, like, carpentered out. I have my headphones on. I'm covered in sawdust. And, like, I have to take a shit. <laughs> and I have to walk by all these very young, very pretty girls all dressed up. Uh, and then, But they're getting ready in the men's bathroom. I guess there wasn't enough space. So I just walked in and started taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> they eventually left, but yeah, that was my were they day. All dressed in white? No, they were all in black. They were all in black. Oh, that's weird. Okay, so I was a sorority in a sorority for like I don't know, less than a year in college and we had to do all white when we were did our initiation ceremony. Interesting. Interesting. I'm sure there's some ritualistic that's But then I, I heard I heard them singing a song, like some weird song, and it was very like cub scouty you know it was like yeah yeah uh, it was like what the hell is going on here so um i'm glad i'm not a part of that but uh it was fun so well guys late, uh, but uh, i still gotta make the joke when you shit in the bathroom while they're in there you're using wokeism against them yeah no it was uh you know it's like i i'm fine with y'all being here but are you fine with you being here you know um yes equality equality according to society you have actually, to be okay with that i actually want to make a petition to make uh gender neutral bathrooms and put tampons in the boys room um i, I guarantee you i could make that happen like i'm not even kidding if i no doubt i guarantee you i i my new boss i could be like hey i think we really you know we're not being very equitable or fair we need to put uh feminine hygiene products in the men's rooms and i Where do you guys put those uh it doesn't matter but it, it, you'll get <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there's a tampon shortage so i need to just have them stock up and then i'll steal them and give them to my wife so there we there's go. only a handful of options <laughs> 
Okay, Shane, that, that was. Uh, <laughs> if I, I need a, a bad joke sound effect. <laughs> oh, here. Oh, wait, I've got one. Here we go. Uh, it's somewhere in here. <laughs> uh, That's how you get extra clean after using that bidet you got. Oh, yes, the bidet. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, guys, um, well, L, I'm glad you're here. Um, uh, sorry, I forgot about this. It's not you, it's me. Uh, it's my bad. Thanks, you Shane. I'll say. Yeah, I got married and I forgot a lot of stuff. Like I, I didn't, for some reason during the lead up to a wedding, I didn't write anything in my count. Like I got a physical calendar, like a schedule planner book, so I could keep track of shit. And leading up to the wedding, I think I like subconsciously, purposely didn't write anything down. So, uh, it is what it is. But uh, well, guys, y'all want to get into the show? Shall we? Shall we begin? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, you started last week, Shane, so I will go ahead and start. Thank God uh, for our, our uh, conspiracy friends out there who put together clips because, as I told you guys before the show, I completely forgot. I was more focused <laughs> on feeding my wife so she would, uh, you know, not uh, kill me during the podcast. So here's my clip, and the the uh, preface, I guess, is what's going on with Anne Heche. Obviously, she's dead now, but the oh, yeah. whole story is very... Uh, fascinating. So this is from, this is news footage from the helicopter, but the, I think it's uh, dubbed by uh, our buddy uh, Chris from Rained Out Rantcast. So we're going to hear what his commentary <laughs> is. We talked about it last night on his show, but uh, it's I wanted to bring it up today. So here we go. Videos of Van Hesh. Let me rewind it. These videos of Van Hesh. Oh my gosh. Are absolutely fucking crazy. She's in critical condition. And she's fighting the EMTs when they're trying to put her in the ambulance. She's supposed to be unconscious. She bought a from his salon in a coma. Looked up top and said, "Hey." And then she visited her hairstylist right before it and bought a wig. And he says that uh, she is not cut or styled. She says, "No worries. I want it anyway." Did she appear in any way inebriated or drunk or or impaired? She did not. She wasn't slurring her words. She had this, a beautiful blue her hairstylist. A sweet girl. Not drunk, not inebriated. Didn't slur her speech or nothing. Like, oh my God. She was working on a movie called, or a movie is about to be released with her called Girl in Room 13 coming out in September on Lifetime. Look at this. They have her covered as she's dead, like she's dead. Her head is covered. There's not even oxygen on this lady. There's no, there's no, what's happening here? Yeah, there's no oxygen that you would have an oxygen over. They have her head covered as if she is dead. And then she fights them. She busts out of the bag right here. And when you look at it, <clears throat> as far as her body being burned, I mean, it looks like something out of a scary movie. Yeah. She fights them. Her head is fucking covered. They don't even have anything to pump oxygen into her body. You know, usually they have that thing that covers her mask and it's pumping. <laughs> they don't even have that. Anyway, she had room a girl in room 13 coming out in September on Lifetime, and that is about human trafficking. This whole thing seems weird. Yeah, I'll stop like it. Anne Hesh. I'll stop it there. But uh, thank you, Chris, for the uh, commentary. That was that was great. Um, uh, yeah, it was uh, super super fascinating because yeah, the video I, I saw the video at first when it first happened, and and my initial thought was perhaps this was some sort of uh, and we're on YouTube, but some sort of a uh, jab-related incident, right? Where 
you know, we've seen a lot of these like an uptick in car crashes where people are like just their it's as if their brakes get cut and their accelerator gets stuck and they're just going super fast down highway, going through red lights, going through stop signs and traffic and stuff and crashing. And I thought that's what it was initially, but then to see her it was interesting that she went to the hairdresser first and got a red wig and took a picture with her hairstylist beforehand as all as almost if it was like, look, I'm fine, you know, and then that happened. So I, what are y'all's thoughts? And then we can we can discuss it a little bit. Elle, you want to take it? So being in a car accident more than once, one thing I noticed because they were talking about the oxygen part. She was not a backboard. Her head wasn't immobilized. If you're in any type of accident, they, they're going to like strap your head down and put a C collar on you so you can't move. That wasn't there. The fact that she looked like she had pants on, like I could see something on her ankles, but then she had a completely bare back. Uh, typically, they don't cut your clothes off at the scene unless you're like you need CPR you're bleeding or, or something like that. Yeah. Right. And so I thought that was weird. Um, and tip in most states, too. EMTs actually can't pronounce you dead. Like you have to be taken via ambulance to the hospital oh, and they, have a doctor. Yeah, pronounce no, she you. wasn't pronounced dead until she was at the hospital a few days oh, later. Okay. But but days later, right? Days. Yeah, it was several days. They announced so it was interesting. So they it was like a progression. So like oh, she was uh, unconscious. They said she was unconscious at the after the crash, and then she was brain dead. And then a few days later, they pulled the plug. So it's like clearly she wasn't unconscious if she was pulling herself out of the out of the bag you know that they right. put her in and i've heard of things you know other people talk about like a burn bag like if you're severely burned they put you in this like kind of like a astronaut blanket type thing to kind of mm -hmm. prevent any other damage but you see her whole back bear and it looks a little black you know like maybe like a, a little char but it didn't look like there was any significant damage obviously we couldn't see the front of her but that's a good point. Why were her clothes off? Why wasn't she strapped down more securely? Clearly, she wasn't strapped down very well if she was able to sit up at 90 degrees and try to – and she was reaching her arms out trying to – as if she was trying to touch her, touch her toes and get that other strap off. So, um, Right. I mean, when I was hit by the car, they had me strapped down so well, like, I couldn't even get my phone unless they handed it to me, so. Interesting. Shane, what are your thoughts? I was going to say, okay, so – going into some conspiracy on this shit <laughs> so she had the wig and she took a picture with the wig right yep. so what if she like did, did anybody see like her up close like how badly like did she have really bad burns to her face or anything we haven't seen any i haven't seen anything no one's seen so, anything what if because of the movie she was making she knew that this, there was somebody that was after her so she faked her death by Having somebody take her place that was like partly burned, like whatever the fuck, so that you couldn't quite make and out she her walked face. off with the red wig. Yeah, but she did it on purpose, taking that picture so that maybe her friends and close acquaintances would kind of get the hint, like, hey, that's not me. Look for the red wig kind of a well, thing. Or maybe there's a whole oh. other trail to that that there's like another whole rabbit hole about something well, with a red wig you gotta follow. And and with the, the, the movie, right? The movie is still set to be released, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I think we can kind of discard that side of it. Um, and if someone wanted to stop her from making this movie, you think they would have done it before like post-production, you know what I mean? Like maybe while they were filming and stuff. I mean, Hollywood can, things can happen. There's a lot of producers. There's a lot of people involved. I mean, something can always go wrong, quote unquote, go wrong in a, a production of a movie. Um, 
but it, it, it is interesting. It's almost, uh, I, I, there's maybe it was a punishment, you know, maybe, hey, but it's a lifetime feature I mean, as well. Who watches the, lifetime movies except around like Christmas time? You know what I mean? I mean, the uh, other thing Elle's I was like, thinking uh, too, <laughs> I watch lifetime movies. <laughs> what if she was, uh, okay, so obviously everybody knows how Hollywood is. So what if she was put into a place where she could, view things in order to kind of be able to fill the role better. And she ended up seeing things that they thought she'd be quiet about. Well, is, is it a documentary or is she, it. is she starring in like a fictional? I think it's a movie. I think it's fic fictional. Okay. Okay. But huh. either way though, I feel like with doing that type of movie, there would may have been some type of like background to try to learn about that character in that right. role. And maybe she saw some things she wasn't supposed to see, so maybe somebody was after her, or she felt somebody was after her, so she felt like she needed to take off. Maybe because she was linked to Ellen DeGeneres, correct? They, she and was yeah, Ellen, when Ellen used to date or something, right? Yeah, that when like Ellen, Ellen first came out, uh, they, Anne Hache was her girlfriend. I think uh, back in the day. So I saw this thing, and it's I can't substantiate any of it. But supposedly, do you remember we when Tom Hanks... can't substantiate any of this. <laughs> yeah. So, but I feel like I do give that disclaimer because it is on YouTube. Um, did you... So, Ellen DeGeneres, remember the little red guy in Castaway? Uh, little, Wilson. The, Wilson. Yeah, yeah Wilson. Wilson. Thank you. Okay. So, Ellen DeGeneres had, like, put on, like, run, Wilson, run, or run, talking to Tom Hanks... And like giving him messages and someone's theory is that like on of, her show, she was wearing or on Instagram or something. She was like wearing like t-shirts with yeah, the Wilson face yeah, she was on wearing t-shirts. And someone's theory was that, uh, Anne Hesh was going to expose not only Ellen DeGeneres and Ellen, but Tom Hanks and Ellen DeGeneres called in a hit on Anne Hesh. Oh shit. Oh shit! Well, think about it. It wouldn't be that hard to cut someone's brake line or to make an accelerator stick. I mean, that happens way more often. And mm -hmm. whether it's on intentional or accidentally, those things do happen. I mean, it even right. happens with like the electric cars and stuff like that. All the and she, I think she was driving a little electric car. So I don't know what she was driving. Yeah, uh, interesting. But um, Jeffrey Wilson in the chat, shout out Jeffrey from a conspiracy farm. One of the OGs, he said similar shit happened to Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington. Yeah, around the same time, uh, within like a couple months of each other, right? And I love Chris Cornell. Wasn't a huge fan of uh, Chester Bennington, uh, but I did love Chris Cornell, and I think they were both trying to expose. Uh, they were working on a documentary called The Private Children. That's what it was. Right. And then they both were, uh, what was it, hung in there? No, I think Chris in Cornell or something like that? Chris Cornell, I think, was uh, over. I think they were both overdoses. This Wasn't was, there something with like a red scarf or some shit for both of them too? Mm, okay, we might we might have to tone that one back, buddy, <laughs> <laughs> because that's not a conversation for YouTube. The red scarves, uh, but yes, there is something to that, and perhaps our listeners will know what we're talking about. If not, just look into it. The red scarf theory, um, but yeah, Chris Cornell. I love Chris Cornell. He's Soundgarden, uh, audio audio slave, and uh, not Stone. Was he Stone Temple Pilots? No, he wasn't Stone Temple Pilots. Is another guy. But yeah, Chris Cornell, one of the best voices in uh, 90s grunge and early 2000s. But um, yeah, and there's another theory with Chester Bennington, too, that he's actually John Podesta's son. I don't know if y'all have seen that theory. That uh, th have, you, have you seen that I before? I something that he got uh, trafficked as a kid, too, and that's why he was so passionate about the project. 
but he ended up finding his way back home. I, I don't know if it's how much truth there is to it, but I remember reading something saying that at one point that he had been trafficked and found his way back home as a kid. Well, it kind of goes with what we were talking about last episode where the, a lot of these uh, trafficking victims end up as different people when they're adults. So this is that what I was talking about, John Podesta and Chester Bennington. Oh, yeah. They yeah. look very, uh, very you similar. They look similar. Very, very similar, similar. They got the same, uh, what's that, the little th- lines to their jaw? Yeah, the mouth. smile lines. Yeah, yep. yeah, interesting, interesting. But not, you know, we can't substantiate any of this, but there is some stuff to, uh, um, oh, yeah, Lehman said, uh, Anthony Bourdain, Red Scarf Club. Yes, look into that. That's uh, Anthony Bourdain was connected as well. All, and all of the, those deaths happened in the, in a, you know, pretty short time span. It was Anthony Bourdain, Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington, I think one other person too. Kate Spade. Kate Spade, okay. I don't know who that is. Um, she did. She was like the maker of purses and stuff. Um, okay. But she also uh, was found with a red scarf, and it was people were like, she had very clearly said she was completely healthy, mentally fine, and then all mm. of a sudden um, was found dead in suicide, but with in the past tense. Oh, okay. David Spade's sister. That's what Lehman said. Yes, Thanks, yes, Lehman, yes. for hanging out. Um, yeah, and there was a there was. I mean that. And then after that kind of came like the the whistleblowers started to, you know, like Isaac Cappy and uh, some other people as well. Um, Yeah. Interesting. Interesting stuff. But so I don't know. I think I think, you know, as we said, with the comparison with Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington, maybe we should look at some of the people she was working with and Haish and keep an eye on them. If we see another one uh, soon, then I don't know. Or just see if any of them just straight up like disappear. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we, we got to yeah, keep an eye yeah. out. So um, thank you, Rantcast, for that little clip. I appreciate it. And uh, with that, we'll go to Elle's clip. Um, so you sent me an article and a clip. I can play the the. Do I need the article or should I just play the clip? No, no, no. You can play the clip. It started at like a minute and five seconds. You don't need all the fluff in the beginning. Okay, cool. So let me pull this up. Do you want to preface anything before we get started? So I'd originally found this article, and I, just, I wanted to pick something fun that was ideally – non-controversial and just funny and so it's just basically google changing their algorithm again oh okay and what's this is this this indian i want to hear her voice real quick the modern internet yes i no agenda uses this girl a lot for their clips she's great all right here we go so uh here's the clip but now the multinational technology company has decided to nix one of the popular amusements on the internet. Google will not answer the silly questions anymore. No more snappy answers to stupid questions, basically. <laughs> the company has announced that it wants to improve its featured snippet service, which basically means we should see fewer answers to questions. The company is trying to stop the automatic featured responses which appear when you ask silly questions. The results are mostly not direct answers and sometimes are false. These are some of the silly questions Googled, which do not give out the desired or correct answers. <laughs> like this one. When did Snoopy assassinate Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> this question would throw up the result 1865, the right date, but obviously not the correct killer. Another question. Oh, wait, Why keep, are fire trucks red? The search engine inadvertently rep- Oh my God! So she clearly she's having some production issues on her side because that's not the question that <coughs> that, that how she to read. Get in touch with the Illuminati, and she's saying, "Why is a fire truck red?" Yeah, but yeah, I, so I'm, 
why is the fire truck red was one of the other questions. So, like, the article had all of them. Apparently, if you ask how to get in touch with the Illuminati, the ghoul's answer is, want to get rich, apply today, and join the Illuminati. Well, that's like, have y'all gotten those spam messages on Instagram from people asking you to join the Illuminati? Yeah. Yeah. No, I not this much. <laughs> oh, speaking of dumb Google questions, do you guys remember the one where uh, you ask why Caillou's bald? No. Why Caillou, says- the cartoon character, the kid's show? <laughs> yeah. It's because he has cancer or something, right? It says literally pretty much that, that he has cancer and because he's a piece of shit that deserves no love or something like that. Oh, my <laughs> that God. like the Google answer when you ask that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I used to get my Google assistant to say it. It was so fucking morbid. It was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, we I'm sure everyone at some point has messed with, like, Siri or, or something like that, you know. Um, I, I just change people's names and my contacts, uh, and then I'm, you know, it, so it's like uh, – Okay, I'm going to try to say this on YouTube. One of my best friends from high school, I changed his last name to faggot ass nigga bitch shit tits. And uh, so when I say, hey, call, you know, this guy, it, Siri responds, calling so and so. And so, yeah, you can have, I mean, obviously, we all, and with Alexa or Google Play or whatever it is, we all try to have fun with that, right? We want them to say dirty things to us. But from this clip, <laughs> I, I gather that Google is no longer playing along. The, the fun is done, right? No more fun. Yeah, I mean, like, one of them was like, what happened to the dinosaurs? And apparently Google used to answer, dinosaurs are used more than anything else to indoctrinate children and adults into the idea of millions of years of Earth history. <laughs> I think that's people hacking Google more so than anything. Even if I it's, like, the programmers, I think it's them fucking with people intentionally. I, don't know. Wait, you- I think it's just what pops up at the top. So whatever pops up at the top, the most searched or clicked thing is what <laughs> Google answers. So I like how that's the most answered definition then from people clicking on it is whatever right? those answers were. <laughs> yeah, man. I think I think Google, ever since Google put in that, took out that clause of don't be evil, they've just gone downhill. And uh, as far as being evil, I mean, they're literally doing some some crazy evil shit, especially with AI and search results and things like that. Um, so what are, what are the implications you guys think of this uh, where they're not uh, either they're not giving us what we would consider true answers or they're not true true in a sarcastic sense because obviously like you know some people might think oh dinosaurs aren't real whatever right um and they might enjoy seeing that answer but do you think that this is more of a uh they're trying to crack down or do you think they're just like hey we're tired of playing along or maybe they got a good talking to from somebody what are y'all's thoughts on the implications of this like going forward if someone uses google you can go shane I mean, I feel like it's a matter of, like, <clears throat> you look up certain things and you get, like, the conspiratorial answers, but I feel like they're intending for people to read them as a joke, so that's why they would have the same kind of thing where it'd give ridiculous answers for silly questions. So I wonder if it's just trying to get rid of all of that kind of shit because they don't want to be, like, associated with it. Because if you somebody hears Google say dinosaurs don't exist people are like oh shit oh shit and then they blast it all over the internet and then google gets all these fingers pointed at them looking like they're conspiratorial and they don't want to be yeah, associated with this because obviously they're big brother you know we've seen a lot of that with like uh you know people asking their alexa or their google dot or whatever you know questions and it's like who what is the new world order or something and then it tells you back like what people like us might consider the new world order to be. I always thought those videos that you see were fake. You know, someone just like dubbing over the actual yeah. answer because when I try it, it never worked. So uh, that, that is a good point. You know, maybe they're trying to disassociate themselves from 
those fake videos and the you know kind of fake Google search results that people pull up because you know, any of us could, right now could go onto Google and type in like you know the beginning of a sentence and see what it suggests. Um, so I'm I'm wondering if you know we wouldn't find any fun answers anymore. You know. Yeah, I wonder if it'll go to just like the main answers that pop up at the top or if it's going to go across the board for like all answers all the way down on the Google search. I mean, whoever goes to the next page of Google, let's be honest. Depends <laughs> how indecisive you are. Yeah. Elle, what yeah. are your thoughts? <laughs> they, uh, so they originally framed it as, oh, they just wanted to get rid of the sarcastic answers because AI wasn't good at noting sarcasm. Mm, but yeah. then the clip that we listened to, the lady goes on to talk about how um, basically it's a way to control information. Like she doesn't say that, but like basically removing disinformation. Um, but mm. if something's funny, like, I don't know. I feel like if people can't take a joke. Yeah. Um, I mean, most of society right now can't take a joke. So well, I, I, I pulled up the article you sent and it's interesting. I kind of want to go through this little listicle they give of the top 10 examples of silly questions. Google will no longer answer. So we obviously did, when did Snoopy assassinate Lincoln? How to get in touch with the Illuminati? Can I remove a tick with my teeth? Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Google's answer, pull upward with steady, even pressure. <clears throat> and then uh, when's the date on this article? Because that might be relevant. Uh, August 2022, August 12th, this is a couple days ago. So number yeah. four, who is the king of the United States? Google's answer, Barack Obama. Uh, okay, <laughs> little little on the nose there. Number five is Obama. Here, let me share my screen so y'all can read along. Uh, <laughs> I really hope the Caillou question is on there so I can get the wording right. The yeah. Caillou question is not on there. Oh. But there is one about women being evil. Oh, well, we all know that answer. Uh, number hey. five is Obama planning a coup. Google's answer, Obama may in fact be planning a communist coup d'etat at the end of his term in 2016. Ooh, okay. And then <laughs> fire trucks are red. We saw that. President's, what was the answer to that? I didn't catch it. Oh, it says, because they have eight wheels and four people on them and four plus eight is 12, there are 12 inches in a foot and one foot is a ruler. And Queen Elizabeth was a ruler and Queen Elizabeth was also a ship and the ship sailed in the seas and the seas in the seas are fish. The fish have fins. The fins are the fought the Russians and the Russians are red and that is why fire trucks are red. We definitely didn't <laughs> read that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> okay, number seven, presidents in the clan with a K. Google's answer, William McKinley, Woodrow Wilson, Warren G. Harding, and uh, Harry S. Truman. I didn't even know Warren G. Harding. I've never even heard that name as a president. Is that even a silly <laughs> answer if all those people actually were in the, the KKK? Dude, I, the I wouldn't doubt that they were in the I Klan. So let's, uh, <laughs> that might be a right answer. How to get a date, Google's answer. Hang out in places with people your own age. Ask a friend or family member to set you up with someone. Strike a cup a, strike strike up a conversation with a stranger. Use open body language when you're talking to people. Like, you know, hey, arms out kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, next one, try a little small talk to keep things light. Yes. How's the weather today, ma'am? Um, suggest an activity for a date to be direct. Oh, like, hey, you want to go to dinner? Then you... They get the hint. Okay, number nine are women that evil. Even, that wasn't even a bad answer. That just doesn't. No, that's well, actually good. Those to are, be social or something. No, those well, are great. That's a great social, way to but. to get a date. All of those are great. So They're I don't like, know. Yeah. Fuck you. Be awkward and uncomfortable by yourself. They could have get the answers. To the questions. There's a few of these where they could have perhaps 
gotten funnier questions and funnier answers. So number that nine just shows they're hiding <clears throat> truths, man. <laughs> our number nine are women evil. Every woman has some degree of prostitute in her. Okay. <laughs> Every woman has a little evil in her. Dot dot dot. Women don't love men. They love what they can do for them. What? Oh, they love what men can do for them. Okay, I was going to say the other way around. It's like, all, all women love sucking dick. It's like, whoa. Uh, and then it is within reason to say women feel attraction but cannot love men. Okay, that's in the quotes, though. So this must be from, like, a, a romantic novel or something like that. So, uh, okay, Google, you're going to get all of us in trouble tonight. Uh, what happened to the dinosaurs? Dinosaurs are used more than anything to indoctrinate children and adults into the idea of millions of years of Earth history. That ties into Tartaria and lost civilizations, all that stuff. So, wow. Google, get your shit together, people. Maybe this is a good thing because it, it maybe it just paints a, a bad light on people who ask these questions, you know? Because it's not unreasonable for some, let's say, like, you know, maybe lonely young guy and is, you know, 19, 20, 21, how to get a date. And then, or, or maybe some sort of incel is like, you know, why are women evil? And it gives all that, you know, it's just feeding into the, to the, that kind of mindset. So, you know, we just got to kind of, I don't know, this might be a good thing, but I don't even use Google anymore. Um, so See, I, I run brave. I don't even use stuff to use Google search. Get the brave browser, <laughs> yeah. brah. Who were we talking to the other night where we told them to get the brave browser? And they were like, uh, fuck you and your brave. Oh, maybe it was on the tavern on Friday night. I was, someone was Googling something. I was like, dude, use a brave browser. And then everyone else was like, yeah, use a brave browser. Use a brave browser. I mentioned it to ghost the other day and he was like, what the fuck is a brave? No, that's right. It was on the tavern. Cause I was talking to ghost and I was like, you don't have brave browser. And he was like, no, cause Joe was there. Joe from legit bat. And Joe was like doing something with like Google private tabs or something. And we were like, why don't you just get the brave browser? And then ghost was like. Who the fuck, what's this fucking Brave browser everyone's telling me about? And Joe was like, yeah, what the fuck is this? And we just got in the whole thing of like, use was a Brave browser. I just mentioned it on like Thursday, <laughs> so the day before, and then the next day you bring well, that shit up. Brave browser, like, I will brave, say, brave. I will say like a year ago, it kind of sucked on mobile. It was hard to, like not everything, it blocked too much so that yeah. pages became unusable, but it's it, it works now. And uh, they have their own search engine now, which is good. So you can try that. So, That's the only way I can get Teespring to work. It works like shit on Google Chrome. I have to use Brave well, every and, time I do that. You know, StreamYard says you can only use Chrome on for using StreamYard, but I've never used it with Chrome. I use Brave browser, and it works just yeah, fine. I'm on Brave right now, too, running it. Have every single time. So we're both running on Brave doing this. There we go. Shout out to Brave. Sponsor our po uh, sponsor the show. <laughs> um, so, well, anything else on Google, guys? This was this was interesting. I'm w with everything in the news about Google, like the AI and all this stuff. I I don't trust them uh, in any field that they're in. As soon as they started putting like gyms and like uh, you know meditation chambers and like uh, arcades in their place of business, I was like. Okay, something's not like they don't want people to leave work, but they also like don't want them to like experience. It's interesting, right? That whole kind of amenities they want at you work. To be okay with living at work, like yes. spanking yes. that your entire personality and everything you do. Yeah, and they're all just microdosing like LSD and you know taking a, a ton of Adderall. I just I'm like, I I when you apply when that's your business model, you're doing something weird. Well, that makes sense why they give you those answers then. People are fucking with the system while they're jacked up on Adderall and LSD. <laughs> in like two, three weeks, I kind of want to go back and like type these back into Google and see if they actually fixed them. That's a good... Okay, everybody watching or listening, we should try this. 
take some of those answers. Find I'll, I'll put this article in the show notes so you can check check back in a couple of weeks and uh, report back to us. We want to know. So, well, cool. With that, we'll go to uh, Shane's clip. I feel like we're going really fast, but we're we're not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm slamming drinks too because. I was like rushing to when I got home, I was like rushing to like cook and stuff. And so then I started rushing to drink. Um, <laughs> now you feel like you're rushing through the show, bro. You just need to I, slow I, down. She <sighs> and I talked to the phone on the weekend and, and his wife or Gabby is fiance. Well, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. What um, are you? Three how, hours, what? what Friday to Saturday or Saturday to Sunday. It was like, we talked till 2 a.m. <laughs> it was a three hour phone call, bro. <laughs> hey, wait, what? Okay, Shane, is she your fiance? Is she your, is she your just girlfriend? What's going on? Okay, so before COVID happened, all that weird shit, we went to Chicago and I proposed in Chicago, but it's been Did three you years and in front of the bean. No, I okay. didn't. No, you do you know where, what's it called? Not Navy Pier. Um, it's Navy. It's like where the museums are, where like the uh, planetarium. Oh. The, yeah, yeah. the public library and the museum, right? It's like a block south and then to the west. Yeah, um, by like the field museum. And then there's yes. like those steps that go down by the water. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I did it at. Okay, cool. Okay. I was going to say, if you, if you fucking propose in front of the bean... <laughs> you don't I just, turn around and flicked it. You, okay. That's where my mind went too, but I didn't go there. So <laughs> glad when you said it. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay, but guys. <laughs> anyways, so I like proposed a couple of years ago. Nothing's like happened with it. We don't really wear the rings just because we're growers and stuff, and it would just get disgusting. So it's like we're engaged, but like I don't know when it's actually gonna happen. Y'all kind have, of situation. You know, y'all have kids together and stuff, so it's not like you know you're going anywhere. So. Yeah, we own a house together. Like we got two kids together, so it's like we're married. You're probably like, common law married. in spirit. You know, yeah. At least I think it's seven years we've been living together for nine going on 10 years now so yeah know, so common law it's yeah. it's six months in texas six months really of, yeah you're you can be common law yeah <laughs> so it's interesting so i got married speaking on this topic well i'm trying to slow down the show we got some time to kill so speaking of this uh, i i you know got married and stuff and then a bunch of the conspiracy people shout out to to moral bob of the hidden uh hidden pod um he said <clears throat> he was like bro congratulations on getting married did you sign a marriage license and I responded like, uh, oh, God, I know I'm about to get it. But, yes, I yeah. did. And he was like, you son of a bitch. Like, we have to fight the system and not sign licenses and all this stuff. And I was like, dude, I needed it for, like, uh, you know, uh, bank accounts and, like, insurance home loans, purposes. insurance. Like, if she's going to get on my insurance, like, I have to prove that we're married and stuff. And he was like, I, I get it. But, you know, still, don't do that. And I was like, I'm, dude, I didn't want to. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to just – even just not do the whole ceremony, but just go to the courthouse. Like, yeah, we'd still have to do a license, but, but, and I said, we're, I was like, we were common law married already, but I'm pretty sure even then you still have to get a marriage license in Texas is, to do common is law. married? Like legally married? Or is he no, just like. I, he, I asked him and he was like, no, we didn't, we didn't do a license, but we did the ceremony. And I was like, okay. Uh, but I had to get some discounts at places, bro. I had to, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like I, I needed to file jointly, you know, and I've been doing her taxes for two years anyway. Now I'm going to actually get some money out of it. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, but no, I agree. I think I, I would love to look, I want, I want to find an expert because I know a lot of people who know a little bit about this subject, but I want to find an, like a legal expert who can talk, talk me through like 
breaking with that kind of because our our law is based on like English common law and and maritime law. So there's a lot of like legalese that you can use like to like literally break away from that system. You know what I'm L, you know what I'm talking about? Okay, so speaking of that, I had a friend recently who I'm actually looking to go into business with him, but that's a whole other story. Anyway, but he was telling me he actually got his tax attorney to make him as a person a corporation. So the type of taxes that he pays is different mm-hmm. than you and me because we're just citizens and we're not a corporation. And I really want to pick his brain a little bit more about how he did this because he himself. Because corporations are technically people under tax law. They're entities. They are living entities. Right. right. So he they, just they have more protections and have to pay less. So we'll call him Bob Smith because I don't want to use his name. But Bob Smith, as a person, no longer exists. And instead, it's Bob Smith Incorporated. Mm. That's what I mean. It's like unincorporated because we all know the United States is a corporation <laughs> by law. So by obviously you can start a business like an LLC and then move to like an S corp. Like my dad has an S corp. And so therefore all of his business is done via a corporation law. Um, Whereas I think there's a, there is a, I know what you're talking about. There is a way to make you your, your own person unincorporated from the United States and incorporated under your own right. But then I think it also grants you certain rights and privileges. Like obviously out there, people know like, You've seen those videos of like the Sov sits or whatever, the sovereign citizens, where they just yeah. like think they know the law and so they drive around without a license plate or a driving's li- driver's license and then they get arrested and taken to jail, you know? But there is a legitimate way to do that, you know, because uh, so I, I, I know a few people who know some about it and I've talked to them about it, but no one's really been able to give me a solid legal uh, process to do this so if anyone out there yeah. knows some more about this or, or knows any people let us know because this is something i've been curious about for for years um because when you you hear people talk about it and you're like wow that's amazing like the the wording of the law like have y'all y'all probably have seen that viral video of this like old man in the courthouse and the judge is like are you so and so and he's like no i am me a free man and, yeah, and, yeah, I've seen that. And the judge, like, he goes back and forth, like, with legalese at this judge, and the judge, like, oh fuck, and the judge just gets up and leaves. Isn't this, all he's using like maritime law specific? Yeah, he like he's he's yeah. invoking this maritime law where he's like, it's it's crazy. And so I know that it's a legal process that you can do where like you maybe won't have to pay income tax or anything like that. Um, I mean, obviously, there's loopholes, tax loopholes that anybody can use, mm-hmm. but there's this way you can. Um, kind of shift in this other, other classification, uh, where you're just like a, a, you are your own person in a land. Because I think legally, when you're on a, when you sign a birth certificate, you become like, not property, but like an employee of the United States Corporation. Well, and isn't there a difference too between a birth certificate and and a certificate of live birth? Yeah, yeah, so it's all that kind of play with words because in maritime law when you birth, you are entering port or leaving port. I'm sorry. So you're you're leave and leaving the portal when you birth. And so right. that's where it gets all kind of weird and and funky and it just makes me go, "Oh, I want to know what to do." <laughs> that makes me wonder, do you think any of these elites ever actually get documentation and in turn do you think they actually ever pay taxes or do you think they just are no. like the masters of these loopholes? I'm sure so they're, just, like, I'm sure their businesses 
pay taxes and use all the the laws and loopholes that they can. But as individuals, oh, I'm talking like elite elites. Oh no, no, I don't think they're registered at all. Like I told my husband, I was like, when we have kids, I was like, I don't want him to have a birth certificate. He looks at me like I have three heads. He's like, but what about insurance? And I said, I don't like, no, I was like, the only reason you need it is to get a social security number, which you only need to get a job when you turn 18. They can get it when they turn 18. And he looked at me, he's like, we'll just talk about it later. Yeah. That's something I, you know, cause like you do need a birth certificate to like go to school, but like if you're homeschooling or, I mean, there's a lot of, of like, but I think, but with this scenario that I'm talking about, I think you can get all of the documents that you need to you know, live a, a, a mostly normal life exactly through this these other means, but you have to go through this long process to do it, where essentially you become yeah. your own entity, which we all think we are, but legally we're not. So, right, that's interesting. So, um, with that, I killed some time. I calmed down a little bit. Let's move on to Shane's clip. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, I've got great clips, so hopefully, I can piss you off with this one this time. Oh God, Shane! No, no, I don't want. So, L, if you don't know, Shane likes to pick uh, questions and clips that will trigger me, and so I've, I've purposely Are been you liberal. No, 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 no. He no. He finds clips that trigger me for other reasons, and okay. so I've been trying to not get triggered purposely. So, Shane, um, anything else before I? Sh- share this clip are you well gonna, are you gonna I'm, trigger just, me? I'm just gonna make it short and sweet because the clip kind of does it on its own i'm just gonna say what do you guys think of this oh i saw this i saw this clip okay i know exactly what this is and <laughs> i think there's an article that accompanies it but we'll uh oh is there is an article yes fifty-seven thousand. okay uh i want to find the article on this i'll look it up while we play okay here's the clip Talking the table is a new study rating the environmental impact of 57,000 foods. British scientists. I don't know. I want to know. How the foods impact greenhouse gas emissions, land use, and water by using these impact scores. The foods rated the worst on the list were beef and lamb, nuts and dried fruit, and coffee for all you coffee drinkers. I know that's not good news. Plant-based meat alternatives did better. Um, And on the flip side, squash, fizzy drinks like colas and sports energy drinks, um, (laughs) they were found to be least harmful to the environment. So just keep in mind while you're eating, I know we're talking a lot of food on the show today, (laughs) but I I want you to keep in mind, Tony, while you're making all of those fancy pizzas. I'm keeping in mind how it tastes, what it's doing to my body. I mean, (laughs) trying to incorporate what what it's doing to the earth at the same time is a lot of incorporating. Man versus food over here. It's a lot. Squash pizza, you know. I don't yeah, know. exactly, exactly. Okay, I'd like to see these fuckers make a squash pizza. Um, I, I do, uh, honestly, actually, I had pizza for dinner tonight, and we make, uh, we buy these frozen cauliflower crusts that are amazing. They crisp up perfectly. They're like a little personal pizza. I make two of those for me and the wife. She likes prosciutto. I like pepperoni. And it's a great alternative to uh, pizza crust. But regardless... Yeah, this is straight up propaganda, people. For for those who who didn't catch that, this is straight up propaganda. Um, All the natural stuff's bad for you, but it's okay to drink energy drinks, pop. No, literally, literally, they were like, "Yeah, soda and energy drinks are low impact on the environment." Yeah, because they kill you, and your then your carbon <laughs> footprint goes down. You That's know? actually why is because the high fructose corn stuff kills you. So it's not that it itself is better for the environment. It's better for the environment because it kills you off. <laughs> Well, in, okay, so here's my caveat to that. The big farms, the big beef farms, you know, the chicken houses where they're kept in like the little pens or whatever. Factory farming, yeah. The factory farming. Those are probably bad for the environment. 
Okay. However, your regenerative farms, your small farms, your local farms, little families, those are actually reducing the carbon footprint. And so that's like the people who are like, oh, I'm allergic to wheat because the test said so. I'm like, are you allergic to wheat or are you allergic to glycophosphate? And they're like, what do you mean? So they're like. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and yeah, we, let's get into that a little bit because, you know, I, I I don't know if you guys are familiar with Food Force Abundance, Jim Gale. Uh, I've ha- tried to get him on my show in the past and it just scheduling hasn't worked out. But his whole thing is um, uh, the, the uh, it's called Food Forest Abundance is his company. And he promotes like using your, your yard and your front yard and your backyard and your home to grow food in a sustainable way where it kind of is a, is a self-sustaining system. Um, and uh, uh, to tag along to that, even like three people this week have told me that um, – they they were like we just I just read an article I just heard somewhere that uh, yards like grass yards are the most water consumed consuming uh, crop that doesn't yield anything on world and be, and because back in the day if let's say you owned a large estate or something like that you would have a yard around it and then then maybe perhaps some gardens and things around that with like flower gardens or whatever and it was a symbol of status like i'm so rich i don't need to use my land to produce food i can just have this fucking grass on it that uses yep. a lot of water and maintenance and things like that so grass is actually worse a, a worse carbon footprint than planting vegetables, you know, and as you said, L, I, I live in a rural community. I get my meat from local ranchers, from local meat processors. And I go to the farmer's market and buy my, uh, my veggies and my jams and my, you know, salsas and fruits and things like that. And then this year I started a garden and I'm, uh, it, I'm, it's actually probably about to die because the, the bugs have gotten out of hand. Um, but, uh, I, I've got peppermint oil up in there. It's too, dude. I'm gonna try everything. Like literally, they're the they're the weevils. The weevils have taken over and destroyed everything. The weevils wobble, but they don't fall down. The weevils, the weevils <laughs> eat my shit and they won't die. Um, dude, I got fucking rats. That every single time I start getting a good stock of corn growing, they bite it in half and fucking destroy dude, it. You have like a thousand cats, dude. Just unleash your cats on the rats, dude. <laughs> dude, it's my a- one. Well, he's not my cat, but he kind of just befriended me he's the and feral he cat outside yes. in the back yeah but he's my friend cat but anyways he sits there and he watches all the fucking rats oh like, dude you're no, a feral no. cat go you need fucking to take, chase them you need to take some of your indoor cats who have a like a built-up tension for murder <laughs> and you need to release them into your backyard and they will i guarantee you they will kill the the rats um, you know what's funny though is the rats know not to fuck with my chickens because every time they pop their head up because they try to do it by where they eat their food, all my chickens will start pecking at their oh, heads. Yeah, so the, I would see blood no, in that. You should just let the chickens then. Let the chickens, yeah, let the the chickens run yeah. around, dude. The chickens will take care of it. Um, I like I I want chickens, but I have such a small backyard; it's impossible. Um, but like I I've you started to get like a stack style coop. You know what I mean? Like make it so that the ground underneath is where they can hang out, and then dude, the coop's I've, like up I've, top on it. I barely have enough room for my dogs to shit and have a garden so it is what it is uh so i i want to like uh i have frog i've always had frogs even before i had a garden there's always frogs in our little backyard and so like the frogs are now i cut down their little weed uh home or whatever and now they're moving to the garden so i'm hoping the frogs will help with the the little bugs and the the pests and things like that um but in regards to this clip uh i let's get back to that real quick um I, it's this is clearly propaganda. We've been seeing it for for months, if not years now. You know, red meat is bad for you. 
It's bad for the environment. Chicken is bad for you. It's bad for the environment. You need to eat bugs. You need to eat lab-grown meat. We talked about this last time, I believe, Shane. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's a push for this. Um, and But I, but as, as L said, there are solutions. Um, and I think I, I even think this happened, I want to say, in, in Canada and, like, the Netherlands where the riot, the farmer riots are happening right now, where the yep. government said, hey, you need to cut your emissions by X percent um, by doing what we tell you. And then the farmers all got together and they're like, hey, guys, what can we do to reduce our emissions uh, in a way that works for us? Right. And they did. And the farmers, uh, I, I specifically in the Netherlands, I believe, came up with solutions such as regenerative farming, regenerative, uh, you know, ranching and things like that, where they actually reduced the carbon footprint by what the the standards were meant to be, let's say 30% through yep. these methods. But the government was like, no, that's not enough. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you said 30%. And they're like, no, no, no. So clearly it's not about yeah. reducing emissions. It's about starving people, redu- ruining livelihoods, making you more dependent, things like that. So that's, that's where I'm coming from on based on this. I think it's just propaganda pushing that. Um, what do y'all Yeah, because if they push out the whole idea of meat where nobody's raising meat at all, then you have to buy the synthetic fake meat. So it's just making it so that there's a market for them. And then after people get onto that, then people are going to start getting possibly grossed out by regular meat after a couple generations. And then it's a whole other thing you can completely control because people won't want to just eat, you know, just like a wild animal because they'll be so far off from that concept by then. Well, and I just saw this thing. They made like butter or synthetic butter from like larva or something. Oh God! I know there's cricket. I know there's cricket flour. I've seen that, um, but synthetic butter. I mean, there's margarine and stuff, which I try not to mess with either. But yeah, um, <clears throat> that's interesting. So, with, well, with all of this, um, oh fuck, what was I going to say? Um, y'all, y'all keep talking. Shane, what what did you just say, Shane? I don't. I don't even remember. What, what, <laughs> what, what, what was the last point I made? And then I, I can refresh myself. Cricket flour. I mean, it's disgusting. You know, they say that it has oh, high protein, you, no, but how Shane, do you really know that? Shane, you were talking about like the the amount of animals, right? Like, what that's the issue. But think about this, like you know, there you everyone knows the statistic, like oh, we killed all the buffalo and stuff. Well, it's like yeah, but we had to regrow them because the lands that they used to maintain in their grazing got too crazy, and that's like, and then we're seeing this now in California where they're they're removing the livestock from the land that that naturally maintain the the land and so now you're seeing all these wildfires pop up which you know you can get into the directed energy weapons you know talk on that but but just from a conservation standpoint the livestock maintain the land by eating the grass and then when a when a lightning strikes or whatever and it's a dry season there's no fire that destroys everything because the the animals have maintained the land and then everything's a balance right so if there's not enough if there's too many animals used for commercial use what are we going to do just let them all go into the wild and then they're just going to reproduce out of out you know out the wazoo and create if their farts and their burps are the problem as i burp then what why we're actually maintaining the population to what we need rather in the wild when they 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 go rampant and things like that so that that's kind of there's a balance to this right i mean i was wondering too like there's the big issue with all of them being concentrated in one area at a farm because everybody's looking at it as like, you know, there's three, 400 cows. Theoretically, if everybody had like their own livestock, 
would anybody have an issue or be counting at it or be looking at it in the same manner because it wouldn't no. be right in front of your face like but a dude, giant I, horde of cows, you know? So I live in the uh, beef capital of the country here in West Texas. The largest feedlot in, in the country is is 20 miles down the road from me. And so when the wind blows on a on a uh, wind blows east on a on a windy day, it literally smells like shit. Like the air around you just smells like shit. The that's why the sunsets are so beautiful here because the the shit in the air kind of di- you know di- dilutes the light and it looks really you know pretty and stuff. Um, and so when you drive by that or when you see it or when you smell it, you're like, oh, that's kind of terrible, right? But there's not a fucking cow in my front yard because of that. Do you know what I mean? Like. So I think, yeah, if you, if we were to spread it out, make it more regenerative, I'm not saying what they're doing, you know, down the road for me is exactly environmentally friendly, but it f- keeps me fed. You know what I mean? It keeps me sustained and everyone around here sustained and, and, you know, most of the country, but it's like, I just don't think people want to, I saw a, a meme or something the other day. It was like a hundred years ago, 50% of the people in the country farmed, f- you know, 50 years ago. 20% of the people farmed and now it's like 0.1% of the people farm. You know what I, I mean? I feel like that number's starting to slowly go back up at least as no, far as is. like backyard gardening. That's why I'm hopeful guys. Cause I see people like us and, and just everyday people out there through social media to talking to my neighbors, talking to people, they're all doing their own thing now. And, and, uh, I think that's, that's what gives me hope. You know. Dude, my backyard's not huge, but I make that shit fit. I got three gardens, a duck coop, and a chicken coop, and I live like you four miles from ducks? the city, so I'm you not have... even supposed to have it. Yeah, I got two ducks, You too. got ducks, bro? Dude, I love... And I bought three more chickens the other day, so now I have nine chickens. Wait, are they... Du- you just use the ducks for the eggs, or do you eat the ducks? Cause duck... Unfortunately, they were boys, because I bought them straight run before I really knew much about it. So you so just, just have just fucking ducks freeloading. Yeah, I just I just have ducks for the sake of having fucking ducks. Dude, you, sh- okay, <laughs> you should put a, a kiddie pool in your backyard. So that, I do, and, and, and but <laughs> but let those ducks attract other ducks, and then when duck season starts, you can shoot the fuckers and eat the ducks. I, dude, there's duck meat is good, man. Duck meat is. Dude, good. I live in Roseville, so nobody would be surprised if you heard a random gunshot either. <laughs> Detroit, that's a true story. Michigan, anywhere, absolutely. No, I hear gunshots all the time. But if you're the rule here is if you're outside of city city limits, and I think you have at least five acres, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, the difference is, though, out where you're at, it's people drunk just shooting at stuff. Out where I'm at, it's people drunk shooting at each other or high on other things shooting at each other. <laughs> yeah, or drive-bys, that happens too. Oh, Shit, God. you fucking not. I live in Roseville about three years ago. There was a drive-by across the fucking street, like three houses down. They had this like little glass box, and there was just a car. We heard like 10 fucking shots. My girlfriend's like, is that fireworks? I'm like, fuck no, that wasn't fireworks. <laughs> and we saw a car take off. And then the whole street got blocked off for like six hours. There's just cops walking around with flashlights and shit. Do y'all have, uh, when I lived in uh, Rockford, Illinois, which is uh, kind of in the middle of the state up north towards Wisconsin, technically the second biggest city, but the crime rate, it was, a, you know, let's say 200,000 people. The crime rate was ridiculous. It was like worse than Chicago. And um, I lived at my senior year, I, I got an apartment downtown ish, you know, across the river, as they say. Uh, where there were, uh, they said it was the ungentrified side of town, if you catch my drift. And literally there were gunshot, uh, like microphones all over the town so that if there were gunshots, cops wouldn't have to wait for a call. They could just respond to that area. You know what I mean? If they had the gas to do it. Uh, well, yeah, they, back then gas was cheap, you know? Um, <laughs> and, uh, but literally every night outside of my apartment, I was on the third floor. I could look out my window and, 
somebody was getting pulled over, someone was running from somebody else, shootings and stuff. Like it was, it was, and I was the only white boy on the block. You know what I mean? Which wasn't a problem. Like I got it along with everybody, but it was like, uh, I don't know if like you know this is what is the what's the vibe is because like literally every night I'd wake up to gunshots and and it was just I mean it's ridiculous. Do y'all have those gunshot monitors where you live? Like they, they're like they look like uh, emergency sirens, you know, like when a tornado comes, but instead they're microphones that pick up gunshots. Have y'all seen those? I've seen. I didn't. I honestly never even heard of that before. Really interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen them, but not. They are not where I live. Interesting. I'm assuming not in Detroit because Detroit didn't get that much money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and, and the cops aren't going to respond anyway if there's gunshots. Yeah, cops will. You can get away with almost anything in Detroit as long as you're not shooting at them directly or have a gun in front of them directly. Like you can speed in front of them, you can do red lights. Like they don't give a fuck because they don't want to pull over the wrong person. They have to deal with more yeah. shit than they expected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what's what's interesting here is like our our police force is pretty small and it's mostly uh, tied into the the university. Um, but like whenever I in the past, whenever I've called the cops, like I think fifty percent of the time. Um, the, the sheriffs show up, like one of the sheriff's deputies, because like we're a small town. So like, you know, the police force can only do so much, but the sheriff's deputies and stuff like any, if you go outside of town, even a couple miles, you're, you got to rely on the sheriff and the sheriff will be, you know, I think out here the vibe is like, Hey, there's not that many cops. So do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Even the cops like on their Facebook page are like, you know, Hey, there's a rise in burglary or crimes or whatever. Uh, you know, make sure you're prepared, essentially, in, with like a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's. I think it's just different, different, uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, expectations depending on where you live. But um, you, you, it's you got to be careful either way. You got to be you got to do what you got to do. Are y'all um, L where you live? Are you able to what's the gun laws where you live? Uh, I pack. That's all I need to know. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good. And then, Shane, I know you, you, you've you kind of explained the situation before, but uh, Michigan's pretty half and half when it comes because most of the state is rural, you know. Yeah, and, it's like you can – I can still get a rifle, like, with having my med card. I just can't get, like, concealed carry. So that's oh, kind of so like where the speculation buy is. A pistol. I can still get a gun. You could buy a pistol. You just couldn't conceal carry. Yeah, exactly. Can okay. you can you open carry? I believe so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Michigan, you can open carry. Interesting. Interesting. You just that I remember hearing people say that they'll try to get you on some shit though, where like even if like part of it's slightly like your shirt sitting on it, that they'll use that as an excuse to try to get you. So like if you are going to use that loophole, you have to make sure it's like out open. and prevalent. Yeah. And there's nothing that Dude. can even slightly cover the handle. Because I've heard people getting busted with just like their shirt covering the handle. You know, ever since Texas passed constitutional <laughs> carry motherfuckers are wild out here i mean i i was at lowe's the other day and a, a, this old grandpa literally just had a fucking his shirt you know he was cowboy hat boots jeans you know plaid shirt tucked in and on the back he just had a big old 45 just tucked in to the back of his pants like one i was it was kind of facing the wrong way. i was like how would you grab that you know what i mean like which hand would you grab that with you know but it was just outside of his tuck shirt i was like that's what's up that's what i love <laughs> you know what i mean i was like i'm not worried about that guy fucking with me you know what i mean you know what i mean like in texas oh, no. it's a vibe of yeah. like every, you assume everybody has a gun so nobody really so you don't fucks do shit. With, you nobody really fucks with each other you know what i mean yeah because yeah, one person tries to rob somebody else and then you end up with a whole room of people with guns on you yeah that's yeah. what I, that's really honestly like when i carry that's my only concern is that like let's say there is a bad guy 
uh, you know, at robbing a store or shooting at people, and I pull out my gun to stop him, how many other people around me are going to pull out their guns and stop what they think is a guy with a gun, and they see me? Do you know what I mean? That Like, literally, that's my only concern when I carry is, like, how many other people are carrying, and what if once someone pops off and they think it's me popping off? Do y'all get what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, honestly, honestly you see two people like, shooting at each other. You don't know who it would be who was the one who started it. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, like, I'm it's off. like the Wild no, West, no. right? Well, yes, but like if they have merchandise in their hand, like okay, mm. Kyle. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You, you don't look like a criminal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair. I was trying to be. I was trying to be unbiased. I was trying to be, you know, um, non-judgmental. Like, but no, I agree. I don't know how else to say that. You don't look like a criminal, honey. So <laughs> I think you're okay. I agree. That makes perfect sense, and I think you're right. So, yeah. But literally, that's literally my only concern when I carry in public is like, um, who else is carrying? And if I try to do, so maybe I'll wait. You know, maybe that's just on me. Like maybe I'll hold back on stopping a crime until other people try to stop the crime and then i'll just join in you know <laughs> i'm just envisioning one person running down the street and a bunch of texans just chasing after him again. <laughs> i mean you're not wrong shane i mean that's a pretty accurate picture of what happens have you seen the video y'all remember that church shooting uh, uh like a, a, yep. a year or two ago in in texas where this guy goes up and he pulls out a shotgun and starts shooting people to so I know a lot of people who go to church nowadays. I, I don't go to church personally, but a lot of my friends are actually quote unquote security at their church. And those fuckers are, pa- he tells me, he's like, I'm packing. Like he tells me what he's carrying at church. He just wears a big trench coat, you know, like a nice de- you know, dress <laughs> coat. And actually he said me and the, he was like, he told me a story one time. He's like me and the other security guard wanted to have a little competition to see how many, weapons we could carry concealed without anybody noticing and so once service started they they met in the lobby or outside or whatever and they were like okay and so they were literally like pulling the guns out of he said he had four (laughs) the guy telling me the story said he had 14 guns uh hidden on his person and you would never know but were they all of the same caliber so you could exchange the magazines if you needed to or did he also have extra magazines no i'm pretty sure (laughs) No, go ahead. <laughs> if y'all have different calibers, then like, it, then like, are you having extra magazines? And like, yeah, no, I think what he did is, I, I'm pretty sure he had like an AR pistol slung around his back. He had the the shoulder holsters, so that's one. That's three. I'm pretty sure he had about four or five around his waist, and then some in like his uh, his pants pocket, some in the coat pockets, and then like one or two, two in each, one in each uh, boot. So I mean. Added up. I'm he just had imagining to... the Boondock Saints outside of a church. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> yes, exactly, dude. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so that, that going back to what I brought up that that shooting at that church. I mean, many people pulled out their firearms very quickly and started shooting at this guy, and most of them hit. I mean, and we heard this story about the, at the mall somewhere. I don't remember what state it was, but yeah, yeah. this kid at the mall. Uh, pulled out his gun to stop a shooter and at like what 40 yards hit eight out of 10 shots with his nine nine millimeter i mean that's not an easy thing so uh, i'm assuming that most people who are comfortable enough and confident enough to carry are trained enough to make a good shot and i'm sure in a situation like that your adrenaline's pumping 
Uh, it could go either way. Your adrenaline could make you shoot better or it can make you shoot worse. You know, um, yeah, I don't Let know. Let out eight shots, but missed the guy with, with all eight and hit somebody else. Uh, no, no, he he didn't hit anybody else and he fucking hit that guy eight times, dude. Stopped him real quick. That's why it was a non story in the media because literally that was a situation of a good guy stopping a bad guy. You know, yeah, why would they talk about that on the news? It, it doesn't so, sound terrible. <laughs> fun fact some states, because so you, let's say you go into a movie theater, some movie theaters in some states will say, oh, you can't, you know, no weapons allowed. Some states will enforce those signs and some states won't. Mm -hmm. So they were in a state where even though the mall said they shouldn't, I don't, I think I'm pretty sure he was in a state where technically he wasn't supposed to be carrying in the place he was at. Well, it's in some states, those signs are considered laws and in some states, there are suggestions, right? Like in Texas, if there's a sign, like it's like, like they're all bars have a sign. It's like the 51% law or whatever. And then Mm -hmm. some states will have the, you know, like elementary schools will have like the no gun thing. Those are law. You can't carry into there unless you're a law enforcement officer. Right. But like a lot of malls have that. So in the state of Connecticut, if you carry into a mall with a sign that says that, even if you act in self-defense, you could still be charged. But in yes. other states, other states it's different. You yeah. won't be charged because it's just a suggestion. Well, and even in Texas, like when I took my concealed carry class, the the guy teaching the class, he was like ex army ranger, like you know, very trained guy, knew his stuff, and he said, "I, you know, technically you probably shouldn't be carrying." Even at like a restaurant bar where like the sign's not up, it's not the fifty one percent rule. Uh, if you're intoxicated over you know x amount, or if they do have that sign or whatever. He said, hey, I'm telling you what the law is, but from what, what I've experienced, most guys would rather be tried by 12 than carried by six. You know what Can I mean? Can you imagine like, how controversial it would be if there was a school shooter and a teacher pulled out a gun in one of the states where you're not supposed to have that on the premises – like, can you imagine how controversial that would be? Because I feel like there'd be people that would be fighting on both sides of that, as fucked up as a situation as that is. Even if they was like, oh, the, person, sure. the shooter didn't even get to a kid, and this teacher just quick pulled and got his ass, you know? Like, can you imagine how controversial that would be? Because other people would be like, how'd you even know that was his intention? He wasn't planning on shooting up the school just because he had a gun. <laughs> and you shouldn't have had the gun in the first place. I mean, here in Texas... And you shouldn't have had the gun in the first place. <laughs> in Texas, they have special programs, because, like, my, my wife's a high school teacher, and she knows for a fact that... Obviously, every high school has a liaison officer from the department or whatever, but they have special programs now in Texas where even though technically you you can't have a gun on campus, you can be a certain a special licensed individual um, and you can carry, but like no one's allowed to know that you carry. And this is, goes for like teachers and stuff. So my wife has told me in school she knows there are people who have guns, but no Good. one else except the principals know who those other teachers are. Um, that's a good yeah and then if it's just the cop that has it who knows if like something could happen the cop gets taken down you need to have multiple people well not even that we've seen how many times like in the parkland shooting that one cop was already there and he was too scared to confront the shooter and then more recently in uvalde there was like you know 79 or whatever a, a bunch of cops there and they didn't go and do anything so um yeah there there's i think in elementary school it might be different but Certainly in high school and university, like I can carry in Texas on a university campus, a public university, but it has to be concealed despite the open carry law. So anywhere else I can open carry, but on the campus, I have to conceal. And as long as I have a license to conceal, that's fine. So the law in Texas is interesting because you can open and conceal carry 
in public where except for places you can't like racetracks and you know things like that but on campus uh college campuses in particular you just have to conceal so it's interesting how the laws work like i still have to have my concealed license even though technically i don't for most other places in texas I mean, I would trust you or a teacher to shoot a shooter before well, I trust dude, the cop here's to the shoot thing. a shooter. I've been, as up as that sounds. I've been carrying at work um, lately, and like, yeah, we don't have students or anything yet, but there's a very good chance that some point in the in, in the year I might print a little bit. Um, but if anyone asks me about it, my logic is like, hey, you've seen how crazy things are out there. I'd much rather be able to protect myself and you if someone comes through that door. You know what I mean? Like. You, you know think I mean? that because of the department you work in that you may get more shit for oh, it than uh, somebody else that work in a different department? A hundred percent. I mean, my boss already knows that I carry, but you know, his boss and everyone else that I work with, like they, I don't think they would be cool with it, but it's like, Hey, I know, I literally know students who carry, uh, you know what I mean? Like it's they, they talk shit until a situation arises where it's needed and then they never talk shit again. Cause that's what it is. Is that and anybody I, that's against it has never been in a situation where, they felt the need for it. Cause after you're in that situation once, then you'd be totally okay with it. As long as it's held by a person, that's not, that's you know, a trusted person, yeah. of course. Well, and I've seen so the, the whole- cops on my campus and I've seen, and they're either too fat or 19 years old. And I don't trust either of those people to get to me fast enough to uh, do anything. You know what I mean? Especially what? where I'm at in campus. I'm like, I'm keeping this, you know, I work with tools all day. This is just another tool on my belt to keep me safe you know well, you're the only one responsible for your safety i mean i told my husband i didn't have mine for the longest time it's only recently that i got my permit and i told him i said i want to get mine and be comfortable carrying before i get pregnant because once i become pregnant and or have small children i'm disabled i'm small i'm a female and then you throw kids into the mix i'm the perfect freaking target and i'm mm-hmm. not going to be a target exactly once you become the have y'all seen that uh i think they took a bunch of like murder convicted murderers and serial killers and stuff in prison and showed them like surveillance cam footage of like people at gas stations grocery stores and stuff Mm -hmm. and they asked people like made them watch like you know x amount of hours of this raw footage and they say okay who would you who would be your victim in the situation and they almost always said what you just said l a woman uh either with or without children usually smaller and on their phones, like people on their phones are extremely, whether you were going to kill them or rob them or whatever, like people who were unaware of their surroundings. And it wasn't just women too. It was, it was guys who were unaware of their surroundings. It's like, if you're just on your phone all the time, situational awareness, exactly. The people who were aware, whether they were armed or unarmed, like people were less likely to fuck with them because if you know what's going on around you, you know what I mean? Even if I'm walking down the street, like walking my dogs and I hear a car coming behind me, I always at least just look at them to let them know that I saw them. Do you know what I mean? I don't know about you, but I was raised to kind of like scope your surroundings at all times. Or even if you're not like looking forward, you're still looking out of your peripherals. You do the thing where you kind of just look to the sides, but you're actually looking behind you out of your peripherals. Right. But when you're doing something wrong, that that you, you do that to like look normal. Right. But then it does make you look kind of sketchy. Right. I remember when, I was a you know teenager smoke, you pull it off, smoking weed and, and stuff. Like I'd always walking. be like, "Motherfucker, you look, you, look, you know." 
<laughs> well, you don't want to make it too obvious. You just want to be like casual, you know, and just kind of look off to the side or whatever. Yeah, and you just kind yeah. of peek at your peripherals. But yeah, you just, you can't make it obvious, but yeah, be fully aware all the time and look behind you without really looking behind you because you don't oh, want to make it too obvious. See, this is the difference between men and women. So as a woman, if I think someone's following me, I have literally stopped and turned around and looked at them and let them know that I see them and then we'll continue walking. And if they're trying to do something shady, I've had people break off and break away because they now know that I very clearly see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas yeah, I mean, a guy, they, they, you probably don't want to do that because you don't want to come across as intimidating. As confrontational, to, right, right. Exactly. But if, if a victim that you're pursuing comes across to you as confrontational, you might not want to victimize them, right? Like exactly. a lot, you don't want to fight. You want an easy, easy target. So um, yeah, that's interesting. Well, I, mean, I, I want to get my wife though. If somebody's doing some sketchy shit. I mean, like you stare right at him. You just kind of do the like not as obvious thing when you're just kind of trying to scope your surroundings. And it can be a quick some weird shit. It can be right fucking at him. It can be a. I'm sure Shane, you know this. It can be a quick look, like a quick like eye contact and look away because. Right, mm-hmm. you don't want to come across as confrontational, but you also don't want to know that you don't like, like you don't want to be fucked with, right? So there's that balance for guys, but women, I think, absolutely should, you know, make, make it, it very clear that like I'm not to be fucked with. Like I want to get, I keep missing the gun shows in town. Like there was one right around Christmas time. There was one over spring break. There was one during the wedding, and I was like, fuck, I've missed all the gun shows because next gun show I want to buy my wife a little uh i i want to get her a pink revolver um not because not to not to like feminize her but one she's very very accurate like she's probably a better shot than i am and she shoots less than i do so i wanted to get <laughs> i want to get her a revolver because i know she's accurate and to, well, you don't uh, leave shell casings and it yeah, exactly doesn't leave shell casings if you're ever gonna you know you know commit a crime don't use a semi-auto and the uh, L is like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And the pink, I want to get like a pink camo. You know what I mean? Because it's cool. It's camo. But also, like, if you get shot by a woman holding a pink camo, camo gun, you're going to feel like a bitch. You know I was I mean? going to say, you're going to be disrespected. That's like getting slapped with exactly. a handful of baby powder. You know, like, I carry, like, my nice little Glock that's all blacked out. And, like, you know what I mean? That's cool. But if you get shot by a woman carrying a fucking pink camo revolver, purse conceal you're gonna feel like a bitch and that's what i want my wife to experience when she shoots somebody trying to attack her that's all it is you know what i mean it's not to you know feminize the the situation or whatever but it's because i want her attacker to feel like a bitch you got to get one of those little dangly things that's like a rabbit foot <gasps> yes! to the bottom. Yes, do like a little heart or something like that. Oh my god, Shane. Yes, that's exactly what I'm and, doing. And like a wrist holder, just like you know, I I, I got to make sure that I don't drop it on accident. I, I do, and I I'm not going to get her any attachments. No lasers, no scopes, no sights, nothing. Literally just a pink dangly keychain so that you feel like a bitch. Oh wait, no, on the sights it has to be a little heart. Oh Pardon my god. <laughs> yes, dude. A, a, a night sight though, so that it glows in the dark at night. Yes, a hundred percent. And then you put an inscription on the side and call the gun Cupid. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh Shane. Okay. The, I'm gonna sp- any gunsmiths out there, I need a special order something from you for my wife. <laughs> but I do have a- to say though, as a woman, if you're going to if you can only conceal carry, I don't think you can open carry in Connecticut. Get a black gun. Because it's less conspicuous. If you have pink camo sticking out and you're in a state that's more liberal, you don't want to be flashing the fact that you have a firearm on you. Yes, agreed. 100%. 100%. 
Texas, but Texas is a whole other story. <laughs> oh yeah, Texas. If I lived in Texas, I would have like every color of the rainbow, and it would match with my outfits and shit. So yes, yes, you can. And the thing about te- like, dude, Texas is like the it's known for being the Wild West. You can just have like dual you know revolvers you know like smith and wesson revolvers just like in a leather holster like how good does that feel like i have a smith and wesson revolver i just haven't found the right holster for it but as soon as i get that holster you bet your ass i'm gonna just carry that shit on my hip you know even in like ambidextrous can you do both hands oh no 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 no, i can't (laughs) i've tried i've tried to like one hand you know with my left hand and it's it's no it's not good it's not safe at that point (laughs) fair enough fair enough so, well, hey guys, we've been going a little long, uh, but this was a fun conversation. Um, any final thoughts before we uh, get out of here? Uh, I don't think so. If y'all want to go and find me on my podcast, though, it's a Speed Bumps podcast. It's on all major platforms, and I just talk with people about their speed bumps in life. Doesn't have to be trauma. Doesn't have to be the craziest thing you've experienced. Just random ass shit. Kyle's been on my show. Shane's been on my show. Shane's gr- fiance's been on my show. Um, I talk with people about everything. I don't have an agenda. I'll listen to anybody. I just want to talk to people. Absolutely. Well, yeah, y'all be sure to check out the Speed Bumps podcast. If you want to hear me get uh, emotional and frustrated, check out my episode with uh, with Elle that I did on her show. And uh, yeah, this, so this was fun. I, I, I guess my, you know, uh, final thoughts would be, you know, just be safe out there. Watch what you eat. Watch your, uh, obviously, we all watch care. Watch who you eat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did I say that? Watch who you eat, my friends. Did I say that? It should only be your wives. Uh, did I say watch who you eat? Oh my God. Watch what you eat. Oh my God. I'm sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) In the near future, you may have to watch who you eat. Yes. Yes. Cannibalism is trending. There's been a lot of movies lately with the topic of people eating people. So you know how that shit goes. Cannibalism is trending on Twitter, guys. Be careful out there. Watch out. Uh, You know, keep that motherfucking thing on you. Follow the laws in your respective jurisdictions. And uh, check me out at uh, The Big Dumb Podcast. Uh, That's what it is for now. It might change here soon. But you know what? I might just be too lazy and never change it and keep saying for the you know, time uh, memoriam that I'm changing the name of my podcast. But we'll see what happens. Uh, And uh, Shane, go ahead and uh, tell people where they can find you. Uh, if anybody wants to come find me, I make it quick and easy. If you're not already listening to this on my feed or on Kyle's feed, come bounce over. Come give us, all three of us, some good reviews. But if you want to come find me, social media, all that, uh, L-I-N-K-T-R period E-E slash Increase of All Reality Podcast. Give you a link to everything. And a second little shout out at the end of the show. If anybody wants some more information on Open Minds Media, we got a listener side, creator side. We do featured uh featured creators we do a feed for that we have a bunch of different servers for conversations help questions all that fun stuff you want to hear more about it um you can come find us on social media or same thing quick and easy with the link tree l-i-n-k-t-r period e-e slash open underscore minds underscore media absolutely guys this was a fun episode uh definitely one of my favorites i like that we kind of branched off and just, you know, winged it, which was fun. So, uh, L, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, Shane. Always a pleasure, brother. And, uh, yeah, guys, just uh, be safe out there. And everybody in the chat, thank you so much. Everybody listening, thank you so much. And we'll see you next time for Big Dumb Inquiries. I will play us out. I should have had this queued up <laughs> before. <laughs> well, uh, I'll get a chance to say have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs> yes, Peace. thank you for having me on, guys. Thanks for coming on. Big Dumb. Inquiries. Big Dub. Inquiries. Big Dub. Inquiries.
big dumb. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.